0: be of good courage and let us be courageous for our people and for the cities of God and may the Lord do what seems good to him 2 Samuel chapter 10 verse 12 as i was reading this week in 2 Samuel the story in chapter 10 stood out to me it felt familiar not with the armies and such but with the motivation behind the actions. This account is from the time when King David reigned over all Israel. The Ammonites were a neighboring people, and their king had just died. His son, Hanan, assumed the Ammonite throne. In verse 2, David said, I will deal loyally with Hanan, the son of Nahash, as his father, dealt loyally with me. So David sent some representatives to pay his respects. Hanan received some bad intel that these men were spies and David was seeking to overthrow his nation. So, verse 4 tells us, Hanan took David's servants and shaved off half the beard of each. And cut off their garments in the middle at their hips and sent them away. Hanan's harsh response leaves the honorable men sent to bring comfort, returning home disgraced and greatly ashamed, as verse 5 words it. And the king, David, said, Remain at Jericho until your beards have grown. And then return. We continue with verse 6. When the Ammonites saw that they had become a stench to David, the Ammonites sent and hired the Syrians. And when David heard of it, he sent Joab and all the host of the mighty men. Now, Joab was the head of David's army. And the mighty men were great warriors with whom David had established history and trust. These guys were his best soldiers and likely loyal friends. When Joab went out with the army, he realized that the battle was set against him both in front and in the rear. So Joab took some of the best and chose to fight the Syrians, while he put his brother, In charge of the rest as they faced the Ammonites. It is here, as they are preparing to split and head out, that we find our verse. Joab was speaking to his brother, perhaps in the presence of the mighty men. He said, Be of good courage, and let us be courageous for our people, and for the cities of our God, and may the Lord do what seems good to him. Israel found itself in a battle not of their choosing. They had acted honorably, yet their sincere intentions were perceived as a threat. They had extended an olive branch in peace, and found themselves facing a sword literally david sent his army to defend his nation joab knew why he was there and his heart remained true to the lord he called on his men to be courageous not in retaliation but to defend and protect the people the cities Of God. He also knew the outcome laid squarely in the hands of the Lord. Joab was prepared to battle, but knew God was going to do what seemed good to him. He was ready to fight, but surrendered to the Lord. That has to be the best place to face an enemy. It turns out that when the Syrians saw Joab's army, they fled before him, and when the Ammonites saw that the Syrians fled, they likewise fled. Then Joab returned from fighting against the Ammonites and came to Jerusalem. That's from verses 13 and 14. However, when the Syrians realized that Israel had defeated them, they attacked again. This time, David went out and fought them. There are a number of casualties and ultimately defeat for the Syrians. Verse 19 concludes the chapter with, And when all the kings saw that they had been defeated by Israel, they made peace with Israel and became subject to them. So the Syrians were afraid to save the Ammonites anymore. David, and Israel were victorious and peace was restored. That's a bit of history, but it reminds me that the battles I face have been fought and won before. Have you ever genuinely made a sincere gesture that was perceived as a threat? Fear is powerful, and the enemy loves to use it to twist the truth. Perhaps your olive branch somehow instigated meanness that blindsided you. Perhaps you faced disgrace as well. Then the friend turned enemy... Gathered supporters to their side, and you found yourself surrounded and wondered, How did I get here? Even if our intentions are good, we can still be attacked. This is where we need to gather our faith and strength, like Joab did. We must remain true and remember what and who we stand for. We gather our courage and remember, the Lord has a plan. Then, like Joab, as we are ready to fight, we surrender. There are no promises that the outcome will be the scattering of those that surround us. But we can be sure our trust is in the right place in God. Many of our battles will not require physical arms, but spiritual ones. So even as we stand firm in our faith, ready to fight, we check our armor. How secure are we in our salvation? Are our hearts righteous? Is truth tied tightly around us? Are our feet ready to move forward proclaiming the gospel of peace? Is our faith positioned to guard and deflect attacks of our enemies? And are we holding fast to his word? For when we stand firm in these things, saturated in prayer, we are already victorious. Let's pray. King of Kings, we humbly come before you today. Search us, O Lord. Know our hearts. May we think, speak, and act in love, honoring you. Even if we do, we may still face opposition and those that seek to demoralize us. May we be courageous. May we armor up your way and stand firm, and may you do what seems good to you. We surrender to you. We trust in you and your ways. To you be the glory, in the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you for spending a few minutes with me. Your time is precious and I appreciate it. If you enjoyed this podcast and it has helped you in any way, please tell a friend so it may bless them as well. You can find links in the show notes to connect with me on Instagram or through my website and even subscribe to my email list. As always, your battle may look different than mine, but let's stand together. I'll keep your arms upheld until victory is real in your life. Remember, God is for you, and so am I.